Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. It is time for my podcast, your podcast, everybody's favorite podcast, The Unwrapped Mind. I'm the voice of choice, the face that runs the place, and I'm back to give you another solid episode of The Unwrapped Mind. Thank everybody for tuning in today. I appreciate it. Let's get over the hump day together. Let's get over every day together and step out of the norm and get unwrapped. Here we go. Sit back and unwrap with me. Hey, um, not going to really dwell on what's going on in the news and, and things of the sort. I'm going to talk slow and probably short this episode because I had a very amazing weekend um, in Chicago. We took the mentor group that I'm a part of, distinguished gentlemen from Low Country Youth Services. We all went to Chicago. Uh, the trip started Thursday and went on into Friday. I have to say it was an amazing trip, an amazing time. We managed to take 24 young men from the area we live in to an area that most of them had never been. And it was great. Uh, from the moment we got to the airport, we could see their excitement. I could feel the excitement. The day prior, I was probably as excited as I've been about anything. When I say it was like taking my own kid to someplace they'd never been before, it really felt like that being out there so you know we we had a nice clean smooth transition y'all know me i love to see precision and the mentors who went with us as we moved these young men along it was great you know check-in went good a lot like i said a lot of these people had never been through the airport ever so to get them to go from point a to point b you know on a plane and having a wait and it was cool to see them their excitement about the whole thing because we traveled in the morning about 8. We got to the airport about 10. We traveled about 12. You know, no complaints, uh, no nothing. Just the excitement of, of doing something they had never done before. They were excited. They were enthusiastic. We took a ton of pictures, and they were all for it. We get on the plane. It was great to see them uh, handle it. Even those who said they were a little scared, they didn't show it. Our our force of positive energy was so great. Everybody asked, who are we? What are we doing? Uh, are we part of something? What are we part of? And they asked questions and everybody can answer questions um, from me to the kids in the group to other mentors. Everybody had an answer for who we are, we, we where we came from, where we're going and what we're going to do. And that was great. I got to say, um, and I'm not going to say it, it was kind of off-putting that people looked at us like some people thought we were a team. Some people thought we were dancers. It was sad to see them focus on us as entertainers as opposed to focusing on us as just positive young men going forward to do something. Um, and and not to, and I'm, I guess it is a negative connotation for me, uh, connotation for me to say, why do we have to be your entertainment? Because I don't because we seen we seen a, a team I identified as a swim team. I guarantee they didn't get the same questions we got. And I'm going to say the first reason for that. Is honestly, they were a white swim team. We were a black team of 24 men. You know. It's hard. It's sad. They think the easy assumptions were entertainment, whereas other groups are are probably on school trips are doing things like that or camp outings, but we got to be the entertainment of the group. But anyway, 
pull that negative out, throw that negative away because we quickly made corrections of who we are, what we stand for, and where we're going, and we moved and show improved. We get to Chicago, and if you've never been to Chicago, I recommend going at least once. Lovely city. Uh, go to the hotel right across the street from Lineal Park. Get to the hotel, you know, get ourselves checked in, and, um, you know, we didn't do much that first day because it was a long day. We didn't do much. Get up the next day. We went to the Naval graduation. And um, I never seen the Naval graduation. Never got to see how it went. A lot of things that they did there were truly really good. I got to. Uh, uh, I got to uh, see how they, they, they had the flag ceremony. They named each state. They dipped a flag for each state. When they named uh like the platoons, you know, what states they represented, they dipped the flags again. The band, I love the military bands. Um, I would say if you get a chance, if you live in a military installation or training base where they do graduations and you get a chance to go, if nothing else, go for the band. The band truly rocks out. They did a great job. Um, and it's just amazing to hear them play. But more importantly, I got to see what they say, 500 plus graduates of the of the United States Navy, which was really great for me to see because we had some people with us who are going to go to the Navy and they got to see it, too. Um, you know, to see that I didn't get to see the whole transformation, but to know they are no longer the people they were eight weeks ago. They are now members of the armed forces who are going to go forward in the world and do something different, maybe be a little better. But they are now transformed. They are different than what they were the day before. And I know the easy assumption is everybody's different than the day they were. No, these guys, these guys and girls are different. And I was glad, I was honored to sit there and watch them reunite with their families and 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 see them go through the things. I watched a video presentation and I thought it was really dope. And so I was honored to be there. I was humbled to be there. It made me reminisce on my military career. And the things that we saw um, to see families reuniting with their loved ones was a good feeling. So that was cool. And then we did. Uh, we went from there. We got to walk through some of the schoolhouse to see how they're trained. And uh, I would tell you, it's a lot more to the Navy than what you think. I learned a lot in the in a couple of quick sessions we got. I learned a lot about what they do. And that was real good for me to see and for me to be a part of, along with the other children. You know, we got to watch them as well. We got to watch them be just as impressed. Uh, what else did we learn? Friday, man, I'm trying to think everything we did Friday. So Friday, did we split up Friday? Yeah, fr yeah Friday we split up. Uh, some of us went to the park. Some of us went sightseeing. And some of us stayed at the hotel. <laughs> I was part of a group that went sightseeing. We got to see uh, the Miracle Mile. Got to do look at some of the shopping stores. Uh, but more importantly in this process, I got to talk to the kids. And I will tell you this. Um, a lot of people don't really value how important the youth is. I've learned that talking to the younger generation, you're going to get as much knowledge from them today as you will from the older generation, because the younger generation are a lot closer to the future today 
than the older generation will ever be. And why is that important? Because the future is going to be moved by the technology that we see now. That's why you see younger generations. They can do everything. You take the wisest, oldest person, you know, give them the technology that these young kids deal with. They're stuck. I can almost guarantee if you swap places, you take a kid from 2023, take him 20 years in the past with the technology we had 20 years in the past, he'd be fine at the age he's at now. So you take an 18 year old now, shoot him back 20 years in the past. I guarantee he'd be fine. You take an 18 year old from 20 years in the past. Don't age him. Don't give him any more inherent knowledge. Move him to 2023. He'd be lost. You know what not? When I know he'd be lost because I see y'all as adults and they're lost. So I say that to say, take time to talk to the young kids and listen to what they're saying. They have the wisdom of the future. They're up on what's going to happen next. And we need to learn it. That's not to say the older people can't give us wisdom and knowledge. They still can, but they can't give us wisdom and knowledge about what's happening now and next. They can give us their experiences and that will guide us through the now and next. But what's going to happen tomorrow? How do we navigate those streets and get to those points? We're getting that from these young kids. It's the young kids who are showing you how to operate all your 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 cars and your watches and your phones when you can't get your Bluetooth to connect. You're not calling your mom. You're calling your son. Right. When you unpack that computer for the first time, you're not calling pop pop. You calling your kids. Help me set this up. So that's why I'm saying what I say. So. Take time to talk to the youth because it's very important. You're going to get a lot, a lot of knowledge from them. Um, Saturday was real cool. Got up Saturday, took the uh, boat ride to learn architectural history and just the history of Chicago. That was great. I loved it a lot. Uh, It was a 90-minute boat ride. It was hot. I took a gang of pictures, and, and I learned a lot about the city. And then after that, we... uh. We went to this natural, this Museum of Natural Sciences, which I will tell you, I can go back to Chicago just to go to the Museum of Natural Sciences. It was everything I needed it to be and more. They had like three different exhibits I didn't get to go into because uh, you had to pay and I would have had to pay the way of everybody who was with me at the time. And I just and I didn't. But let me tell you, they had the Pompeii um, exhibit. They had the. uh submarine exhibit and they had one more exhibit I forgot but I did what was it it was another exhibit I didn't pay to get into but the Museum of Natural Science had everything they had a Tesla coil they had a indoor tornado they had fire things going on they had a whole section for farming they had a whole section for like ice had a big like a not a big old iceberg but a big piece of ice to stimulate the iceberg and how cold it can get i mean it just was so much going on and i appreciated every second every minute of it i loved it um so that was the second part of the day and we had uh chicago deep dish pizza we had so much pizza for friday we managed to eat pizza the next day and it was great to see those kids enjoy that pizza enjoy 
that experience because they was enjoying it. Like they was like, wow, I never tasted pizza like this. And their their genuine expression was just um, was was so cool to see. It was so original. Uh, we got to celebrate the birthday of one of the kids who was there. And for the sake of privacy, I won't say his name, but he had the he had the best birthday I think a kid could have at that moment. He was full of smiles, full of love, full of hugs, and he enjoyed every second of it. So happy birthday to you again. You know who you are. Happy birthday to you. I'm glad we got to celebrate your birthday with you. Um, Then we got up Sunday, and I'm giving you a whole three or four days in like 12 minutes. So we got up Sunday, got to the airport, made it back, and got everybody back to their parents. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got harmed. Nobody got left. Um... And it was a trip of everything, everything we needed to be. We got to have our man talks where we got to embark knowledge on them. They got to talk to us. We got to have those talks, which are very valuable for everybody involved. So it was real, real cool. And that was my trip to Chicago. Um, but what I did miss was my daughter's game. Uh, Michael is, is trying her best at basketball. She killed it on the defensive end. She beasting out. So shout out to Michael and her team. So, But I'm not missing the game this week. No more missing games. I got we got a game on Thursday. I'm gonna watch my little girl beast out. Hope she put up big numbers. But as long as she played the game and have fun, that's what I care about. So everybody send my daughter some support. Uh her team gonna be out there kicking it. What are they? The Lady Mystics, Lady Mercury's or Lady Mystics. But shout out to Michael Grice and her team. They're gonna be out there killing it. And I'm here for it. So daddy'll be there taking pictures. Uh, came home. Matthew had his game. They are now 3-0, and successfully 3-0. and They win in left and right, which is always good. Michael is 1-1. and Matthew is 3-0. and So everybody's doing good at their respective sports, and their teams are doing great. So shout out to all the teams. Shout out to all the kids that play. That's the best thing. Um, I had a very interesting work conversation after, um, after the last broadcast. I went to a conference at my job. And one of the things that came up is how do you have how do you have a conversation about race and make it fair and equal? And I, I made the point of saying you first you have to have a, a a comfortable conversation, but then you have to make that comfortable conversation uncomfortable. And I don't mean you gotta make it testy. But you got to move everybody out their comfort zone, out their box, so they can start acknowledging what's in front of them. It's easy for me to say, I know racism exists. It's easy for me to say, I know I'm black, you're white. It's easy to say those things. I know that you're going to have a difficult time ahead. The hard part is saying, how do I help you through? The hard part is having empathy as we move along. And try to get together as I really try to sit down and see your point of view. Empathy is the hard pieces. Making it through together is the hard pieces. Finding common ground. Because you can't have a debate unless I can see your point of view. I don't have to agree with your point of view. I just have to be able to see it. And I think we're missing that. Um, so that was one of the conversations was sparked other conversations with the director of my job and uh the head of policy making and hopefully it'll develop into something more. 
I hope, really, really, truly hope it does. Um, so that's it. I'm not going to keep y'all long. I'm going to shout out a Phil and Leroy's judgmental P and P and L judgmental. If you have not listened to it, they hit on something I wanted to talk about. And this week they killed this week's episode as always. I always talk about that. So go listen to Phil and Leroy's uh, judgmental podcast. Also Google real talk with Rajon R E Z Rajon. That's how you spell it. Um, his podcast is coming back and is going on a local TV, a local news station, radio station. So Google him, listen to him. He offers really good advice, really good conversation topics. Uh, just a dope dude all around. So peace to Rajon Lewis. He's going to have his uh podcast back. Actually, I think he's already back up. So Google Real Talk with Rajon and check that out. Um, and lastly, before I go, what was I wanting to say? I talked about Chicago, talked about, oh yeah. Don't forget, I had a has a deep conversation with a lot of guys today. And one thing I want to say is, hey, don't forget to wave your flag. As men, we are oftentimes overlooked because of the things we're expected to do. You know, the expectations we put on ourselves, the expectations other people put on us. And the simple fact that we try to meet those expectations every time out the door. And we are we 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 are programmed to be humble. But when in fact we need to be waving our flag and and not in a braggadocious way, but to say, look what I accomplished. We did this and I need I need you to acknowledge I did this. Um, I think I mentioned when I won mentor of the year a couple of weeks ago. But what I did mention is I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want to seem like I was bragging. And I kept it really small, really humble. And then I said, no, I need to talk about it because it's an honor. We need to talk about those things throughout our life because we are often humbling ourselves for no reason. We need to acknowledge the best parts of us. We really, really do. So that's what we're going to start doing this week. Acknowledging the best parts of us. And how do we do it? First, by acknowledging yourself, looking in the mirror, realizing you're capable. And not only are you capable, you have done it already. You've accomplished something somebody didn't accomplish. Even if it's just getting out the bed, you've accomplished something somebody didn't accomplish. Also acknowledging you don't have to take it. You don't have to take other people's expectations, put it in your backpack and walk it around. That's not your job. If they got expectations, they need to carry them out themselves. That's not to say you can walk around and be lax, but at the more you achieve, people start heaping expectations on you and don't provide you with more tools. They just provide you with more expectations. So if they're not giving you more tools, don't take their expectations either. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm watching some of y'all kill it every day. But when you kill it, I'm also watching some of y'all take on more expectations. And all you're doing is grinding yourself down. You can do it. You already did it. You don't need to take more because you're capable of doing it. It's okay to set a live, to set a very strong limit and say, I'm not going past this right now because I don't need to. Got it. Um, 
Lastly, before I leave, hey, just shout out to this month has been incredible. This month is uh, Black Music Month, and I haven't talked about black music enough. But if you watch the BET Awards the other night, which I seldom ever watch the BET Awards, um, they saluted hip hop. They saluted music. The clips I've watched on TV have been um, incredible. And 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 shout out to this month for just everything it is. Shout out to my wife for giving me a wonderful anniversary. My daughter turned 10 this month. My son would have been 29 this month. Uh, my dad had another birthday this month. My sister had a birthday this month. Um, just so much going on in the month of June. I had an anniversary this month. Um, there's so much going on in the month of June to just be happy for my mother-in-law, my mom, my mom, my wife's mom, my mom, whatever I want to call her. She had a birthday this month. I mean, it's just so much going on. So shout out to the month of June for being incredible. Looking for it was Juneteenth. Can't forget it was Juneteenth and Father's Day all back to back. So shout out for that. And uh, hey, July, bring it on, baby, because we ready. So, hey, before I leave, peace in the Middle East. Shout out to everybody. Keep doing what you do. Y'all know my sponsors. Give them a hit. Check out the Unwrap Mind on all streaming platforms. Everywhere you get your podcast, the Unwrap Mind is there. Sit back and unwrap. I'm back. Brand new episode coming next week. Thank y'all for tuning in this week. Y'all my family. I love y'all. Peace in the Middle East, and I'm out.